Wealth Within offers a range of investment and educational services to help you secure your financial future. Whether you're an aspiring trader or simply want to increase the strength of your portfolio, Wealth Within are dedicated to maximising your investment returns. Hello, I'm Dale Gill. I'm the Chief Analyst at Wealth Within. Today I'd like to talk about behavioural finance. Now, this is a fancy title for pretty much investor psychology. So, and it is, there is actually a study around behavioural finance, but before I sort of get into it, and I've broken down some ideas or emotional or psychological issues that investors face, with either, without either investing or trading the share market. But first, let's look at what behavioural finance is or, or what the industry deems behavioural finance is. And, and in an ideal situation, investors would pr- probably behave rationally and buy and sell their investments without emotion. Now, obviously, that's the ideal situation, but not a lot of us can actually do that. Um, However, given the mental heuristics used by investors when making their decisions, this situation really is unlikely. Now, according to some researchers, factors such as greed and fear, investor overconfidence and public misinformation affect an investor's ability to make rational investment decisions, and this can be exploited for profit. An understanding of behavioural finance, however, can assist investors to manage and control or even avoid some of the emotions and cognitive errors associated with investment choices and in obviously improving your investment result. Now, according to research, the most common psychological factors or factors that affect investors on a daily basis include risk aversion, frame of reference, and herd mentality. Now, I'm going to explain a little bit about those. I mean, obviously, risk aversion is often people, I always say that the biggest thing that investors and traders, or the biggest reason why investors and traders don't make or make less than what they should or they lose money is because they have a fear of losing. Now, that really sounds strange, doesn't it? People lose more because they fear losing. But there's an old saying, what you resist persists. And by fearing losing, then you're actually trying to hold your cards really, really close to your chest and not seeing what's out there, but you're actually attracting more of what you don't want. And so you make mistakes by getting into, um, or not getting into the wrong shares or getting out of shares before you should be. Like a lot of investors or traders actually, uh, when they're in profit, they start selling their shares just to take their profit off the table, but then the share keeps going up. Uh, But when a share goes down they allow the loss to, to keep going because there's one of those other ones is of uh, basically fear of being wrong. And this generally more of a guy thing, fear of being wrong, is, is we let the trade go into a loss situation because if we realise that we close out that trade and sell the position, in our minds we think, well, then we're wrong. And, and that's not really the case. To me, I was, I was having a chat last week I was actually doing a presentation for the Australian Technical Analyst Association in both in Brisbane and Toowoomba and I said to the the traders there I said what I teach our people in our diploma course and and in our advanced diploma course is to me trading is not about whether you win or lose on any one trade it's about did you trade well and trading well is about having a set of rules and, and a structure around yourself and strategies that says how you're going to handle the situation as you've got trades on the marketplace, how you buy, how you sell, how you do everything you need to do. And as long as you follow those rules or what you've set out and you've tested all that so that you know that there's a probability of being right or your probability of um, being profitable. So let's say out of every 10 trades, you get seven to win, 
three you lose, when you win you make X, when you lose you lose X, the average length of trade that you have is X. You can actually work out your statistics and then determine how profitable or not profitable you will be based on that strategy or the plan that you've got. And so to me, if once you've got all that and you've done the back testing, you know that then it's not about being wrong or right. It's just whether you traded well or not. And whether, it's not, doesn't matter whether you win or lose on any one trade because you know the statistics over time will work themselves out and you will make money or you'll get the result that you've tested. Fear of, or as we go back to the, the, the most common reason or psychological factors that in fact, in fact, I'm sorry, affect investors on a daily basis is that risk aversion, as I said, that fear of being wrong, that fear of losing. But another thing is, is obviously frame of reference is often people take things out of context all the time. I mean, what is the frame of reference? Should you be looking at things daily, weekly, monthly or yearly? Uh, and I often find people get all that wrong as they do things on a daily basis that are really designed for, for more weekly or monthly basis and, and vice versa. So we make uh, to make obviously make wrong decisions and I know a lot of people make decisions on their shares in the middle of the day and I was one of the examples that I made to this group in in Brisbane in Toowoomba I said if you made a decision tonight let's say tonight when you're at home and and you know it's five o'clock in the evening or six o'clock in the evening and you're sitting down having a beer and you're, and you're having a look at your shares and you you've made the decision to sell a share in the morning and the next morning the share opens up and it's gone up it gaps up percent in price so it's one percent higher in the morning when it opens are you going to still sell it even because you decided to sell it the day before or are you going to hold it and you just see what happens but inversely let's say you're going to buy a share and let's say it falls away by one percent in the morning are you still going to buy it or are you not going to buy it or are you going to wait and see what happens and often we wait and see what happens whereas to me a trader if they've made a decision based on their rules then they just do it so it doesn't matter if it gaps up or down 1% the next morning, you just do it because everything washes out in, in, in well, that's what they say, swings and roundabouts. So to me, it's about where's your frame of reference. And, and obviously another area that affects individuals is herd mentality. I'm going to do what the other person's doing. And, and that's also what I'm, I say to a lot of traders is 90% of people who try and trade the share market aren't consistently profitable worldwide because the, the herd mentality is they do what other traders do. And being on Sky News and, and meeting with traders quite regularly, I find that they, they fall into all the same traps. And it's like they go to a CFD provider and learn that how to trade CFDs with a particular CFD provider who's now told them how to trade, but the CFD provider's job is to take their money. So therefore they're playing cards with an open hand and you're going to lose. And it's like um, support and resistance levels that we see on the marketplace. A lot of traders know them or double tops or double bottoms. And then they wonder why when there's a trigger and it breaks through a support or resistance level and they make a decision that it automatically turns back on them. And the thing is, is that herd mentality of everybody knowing the same thing and following the same thing. And, and to me, as a trader, you've got to be independent. You've got to create your own strategy and your own system. And that's what I try and teach people in our courses is to be independent of everybody else. If every The statistical fact with managed funds is the most money comes into a managed fund at the, at the height of a bull market and the most money comes out of a managed fund at the end of a bear market. Now, to me, the opposite should be happening. You should be getting out of the managed fund at the end of a bull market and getting in at the end of a bear market, and you'll make far more money, but people tend to follow everybody else and panic together or uh, are greedy together. And it's about, as I said, to me, investing is about not doing that. It's about being individual and be contrarian in your nature generally. It's like buy when everybody else doesn't want to buy and sell when everybody else wants to buy. I just want to go on a couple more things here. I mean, obviously, we talked about 
the fear of being wrong. And, and I want to talk about, I've talked about overconfidence and underconfidence in one of my previous podcasts just recently. Um, but I want to talk about optimism. You know, people don't believe they'll lose, even though they intellectually know they can. Uh, but, you know, when people get in the share market, they don't think they will lose or they don't want to lose it. And I think that also goes back to the fear of being wrong. Um, impatience is another area that people need to look at. Sometimes they're impatient to make money and won't let things happen and unfold. And therefore, they get out of a share thinking it's not moving or, and then all of a sudden it takes off or, or vice versa. Also, there a lot of a lot of times I find they're quick to blame others or don't take responsibility for their own decisions because they become emotionally involved with things. And um, we often, as again, men, we believe we're right all the time, don't we? Uh, a big one in the in the trading environment is why people aren't that successful is a lack of discipline. Big thing. Uh, here's a psychological thing. It's sometimes people they believe they don't actually really deserve the money that they can make from investing in trading, and that's one of those hidden beliefs or something that's a bit transparent to a lot of people. And by having that sort of belief, they tend to put things in their road or what they call um, sabotage their own success because they, in the background they don't believe they have you know deserved that money. I'll leave this podcast here. I don't want it to go too long, but I think there's a lot of things we can talk about and actually break down into those areas. But have a think about that. And some of those might have resonated with you personally. That, oh yeah, that's me or, or that's me. But uh, I can guarantee you everything is fixable. The whole behavioral finance stuff, as I said, the ideal situation is investors would behave rationally and buy and sell their investments without emotion. As I said, I'll leave that with you. Hopefully you've, in, you hopefully you've enjoyed this podcast. You've been listening to Talking Wealth and I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. Take care. Talking Wealth was brought to you by Wealth Within. To learn how you too can maximise your investment returns, call 1300 ShareTrade.